Welcome to the Reclaiming Hope podcast. We are on episode 10 and we are still in the um, emotions series. And today we're going to be talking about anger. So um, we'll give the definition, um, what that looks like for the both of us and um, a rough timeline of when we saw that emotion pop up in this journey. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, like we're not two very angry people. You know, so it's hard sometimes to acknowledge the fact that you get to that point of being so frustrated and upset and mad that you're angry at people, your spouses, mm-hmm. yourself, at God. Um, it's not a feeling that's enjoyable. So talking about it even is stinky just to like acknowledge that we are angry. Mm-hmm. But self-awareness is also hard. So. <laughs> <laughs> and um, also key to success. That's true. So. That's true. Hard but worth it. Yeah. Um, So the definition of anger is the feeling of annoyance, displeasure, and hostility. So um, when I wrote that down, I told her, well, maybe I'm more angry than I think sometimes because I wouldn't call it anger, but there's definitely times that I'm annoyed or I'm like not pleased with a specific situation and um, conversation in regards to like infertility and other people getting pregnant or whatever it is. And then hostility, which can look different for everybody. But for me, it's like shutting down, being short, being irritable. So I was like, maybe I am a little more frustrated sometimes than I even thought I was. Mm -hmm. Um, But so, yeah, we're going to talk about some specific things that um, times that we got angry and like how we responded and how we try to reel it in sometimes um so when did you get mad (laughs) um I didn't really have a whole lot of it um after the first miscarriage I had one really bad night where there was some yelling going on not like yelling towards anyone just like yelling out and um, I mean, it was paired with like intense sobbing and Bennett was with me and, um, he just held me yeah. and for like 10 minutes of me, like screaming and, and me just being in, in complete agony, to be honest. So that's really the only time that I was angry in the first. And I had people ask me like, are you angry at God? Or like, yeah. it's okay to be angry at God. And I was like, yeah. honestly, like I was never angry at him. Mm-hmm. You know, I was angry with like situations of mm-hmm. like seeing all these other people, family members and, and friends be pregnant at the time and going on to have healthy pregnancies and babies. I was sometimes angry at that situation, mm-hmm. but I guess more to your point, I was more like severely annoyed than <laughs> what I would have thought was anger, you yeah. know? So. Which apparently is the <laughs> definition. Apparently makes it anger. So yeah. um, again, I guess we've been more angry than we thought we have been. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the second, after we lost Ethan, after the second miscarriage, there was a ton of anger. So mm-hmm. um, on the way home, there was a lot of screaming going on, like yelling specifically at God. Um, there was anger after I got off the phone with a scheduler for our DNC because there was not a whole lot of grace in that conversation and I was alone at home but it was at work um so there was a whole lot of anger that came out after that um and afterwards all of that I just shut down I was like fine like this is how it's gonna be like I'm just gonna shut down I'm not gonna talk to God I'm not gonna do my devotionals which I've like 
very established in the last two years of like in the morning, I sit down, mm-hmm. do Bible time. I do my devotionals. I just, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. So mm-hmm. that's kind of the gist of what it looks like for me, um, for both of them. But yeah, I got to a point where I was, I was pretty upset with God. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So with mine, like initially I was not angry with God either. I was just angry at the situations and yeah. specifically the one thing that got me really like upset on top of like the, the cherry, you know, like I'm up, upset and I'm yeah. sad because I'm in the process of losing the baby and doing all these things. But one thing that I was like, are you serious? Like, why kind of questions that I remember now is just like, I was kind of angry just at the situation was I um, did a natural miscarriage at home and I wanted to do everything as natural as possible. And then I went in for a follow-up ultrasound and they said, yeah, there's still some tissue in there. We're going to have to go in and do a DNC. And I remember being really frustrated at like, I just did this at home to avoid this, to like kind of do it as natural as possible. And yet I still need to do this. So it was just like, like a discouraging feeling. Yeah. Um, but I was mad at that for a little bit. Um, that was, that was the initial one. Then there was one (laughs) more recent, I guess. Um, and I, this is where it was like a shutdown for me. Uh, we had found out that someone we knew, um, was pregnant with their second child, very quickly after they had their first Mm. um and neither of them were planned and there were some other circumstances that in my brain the way I could justify it was there is no way god that this was your plan yeah right that they can get two babies when these things are happening finances whatever's going on in their world that has it's not none of my business yeah really but in my brain it's they get what I want, and they're not even, you know, whatever the game, the mind game of like, they weren't trying, they don't even want this. Like, they're not like, it's more of like a panic for them than a joyful experience. Sure. And I'm like, I can't even get one. You know what I mean? So I was angry. I was, it was just like this. I told Dom later, obviously, but like, it was the shift of like, someone just like flipped an actual switch in my brain. And I was like, I'm done. I'm done. Same as you. I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to care about anything. I'm going to go numb. I'm going to just like be angry and mm-hmm. just kind of be irritable and be short for a long time because who cares? Not right. like I have a kid anyway. Right. Like right. all those kind of just like. It doesn't matter anyways how I act because clearly it's not yeah. affecting other people's, you know, journey. Yeah. 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 I can be mad because I'm not pregnant. I can be happy because I'm not pregnant. Like yeah. any emotion yeah. doesn't seem to matter what my impact is um so that was more recent of just and that was more directed towards god of like there's no way that that was your plan Mm -hmm. like i say i trust your plan but this is dumb this one's stupid i don't understand this i'm mad Uh at you now i'm never like punching walls so my brain again can like justify like you're not actually angry it's not like you yelled at your husband and punched your walls and did all of these things but I have to be self-aware enough to know when I'm shutting down, when I'm short, mm-hmm. when I'm going in my room, I'm angry. I just don't want to have to deal with the fact that I'm angry yeah. because I'm a very happy, upbeat person mm-hmm. who doesn't like that emotion. So I just don't want to acknowledge it. Sure. So. <laughs> That's good to know about yourself, right? It's We're fun. learning all of these things in this journey about ourselves and 
sometimes it's not easy to, you know, find that out about yourself and then try to fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, it can, it can be hard to, to deal with all of that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I mean, like the other factor is that it's actually in like the grief cycle, like the five stages of grief. It's normal. It, it it's is a normal. normal reaction. Yeah. yeah. Because there are things that make us sad and angry and upset and we just don't know how to manage that feeling. Like yeah. the issue isn't that you are angry. It's that you are responding in such a way that you're shutting everybody out, what withdrawing, about it. hurting other people's feelings, hurting yourself, running yeah. away from things. That's the response that's not leading you to any fruit or sure. you know what I mean? Sure. So yeah. um but it's in there. And you gotta then you gotta find a blame. You know, you can't what are you angry at? Well, I'm I'm angry at them because they're the ones that are pregnant. Yeah. I'm angry at myself because clearly it was my body, I lost the baby. Yeah. I'm mad at God because he creates life and yeah. takes it away. So why do you take it away? Mm-hmm. Whatever your brain in that moment wants to be angry at. Sure. It just needs that little little mm-hmm. speck of truth to just Yep. And I've had plenty of those thoughts, you know, too of was I not praying enough, mm-hmm. you know, for a healthy baby? I felt like I was praying enough, like to a point of like, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm praying the same thing. But like, were mm-hmm. those prayers not enough? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, why I said this out loud to Bennett a couple of times of like, why is he telling us yes? And then he's telling us no. Yeah, I've cried multiple times as I go to say that. It's like the hardest thing I can say is like, he said yes, but then he said no. He said no. I would have rather you just said No. no. Uh-huh. than that yeah. so then you're angry at the fact that he allowed you to get pregnant but also that's your kid yep. so then now you're angry that you were mad at your kid yep you know like in this mama's perspective mm-hmm. that you have yeah yep that one was hard for me yeah <laughs> that one kind of hit me just now <laughs> so. it's i mean it's a valid question um i don't know that it'll ever be answered on this Mm-mm. side Mm-mm. um but i'm okay with that at this point but i wasn't initially mm-hmm. you know of like i'm never gonna know this answer you know and to do it once was what i thought was a lot i thought i was broken enough after the first one and then we had a second one and i was like why are we why are we doing this what are we doing i said that a lot of like what are we doing here like was the definition that of enough. insanity. <laughs> Doing the same thing over and over, you know? So it's just like I felt angry that I had just lost a baby, went through this whole process for a year while going through the ups and downs of trying to conceive again, mm-hmm. conceiving the same month that I lost, right? So we lost in December. I found out I was pregnant the next December, and then we lost again. So that whole year of grieving felt... yeah worthless at the time you know and I was very angry about that of of like I did all of this work and it yeah apparently did nothing you know so I wrote that down too for me I'm like mad at the amount of time that I feel like I've wasted yeah wasted in this process the amount of energy that I've had to put into it the amount of thought that has had to go into it in day-to-day life the amount of tears that I've cried, the mm-hmm. amount of money I have to put into these testings, all of it is like, it's upsetting. And I get frustrated because there's also no end. Yeah, It's just like, you have to just keep taking it. And I get angry sometimes that this is my reality. 
and it's not other people's reality. Yeah. I get angry at that. Yeah. Most same. often. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, yeah, that's another one that we didn't necessarily write down or talk about was like the bills that come in afterwards. Like yeah, I've I get gotten... angry at some bills. Don't we all? But <laughs> Who doesn't get angry. But it about gets that? worse when yeah. you have everyone's already expecting their electric bill. You're not expecting the thousand dollar whatever of a miscarriage that you didn't ask for. Right. Yeah. Yep. And then when something else happens financially, you're like, for real? <laughs> like, yeah. We, you know, it just stacks up, I guess. It does. It does. Because then you're like, well, I would have had the money if. Yeah. And I would have had this and mm-hmm. I would have been available, you know. Yeah. So you can just kind of piggyback everything. We dealt well. with that this last month, actually, because insurance initially told us that the genetic testing that we did for Ethan was going to be covered. We only ended up paying like, I don't know, under a hundred bucks for it. And then we randomly got a bill in the mail for the like full amount that insurance didn't cover any of it yeah so i this is a side thing but i am nervous because i was originally told that this test that i just had done was not covered by insurance and i went in and they said it's covered by insurance you just have to pay this amount so i paid it suspiciously and now i'm just nervous that i'm just gonna get the rest of the bill bill. because they're gonna say oh no that's not covered and i'm angry at that i'm angry that infertility testing is not covered by insurance yep normally yep because I didn't ask for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is a lot of money just to find out maybe something's wrong with me. Maybe. Yep. All of the ultrasounds that I've had through these pregnancies were covered under insurance, right? So I've had, I don't even know how many ultrasounds. Well, only the ones that they say should be covered. Correct. The amount. Correct. Yep. You should only have XYZ yeah. amount. So outside of that, you have to pay for it. Yeah. Because I've had, I don't know, probably 10 ultrasounds. But the one that I had that was last fall while we were dealing with infertility she it was marked as infertility and then we had to pay like yeah. 300 bucks for it and i was like i've had nine medically of necessary yeah yeah so that could be probably a whole episode our anger just towards medical <laughs> medical things field yeah i actually think i have that written down i think we said it else. once because we so. just took that like yeah <laughs> And you know what else? <laughs> and another thing. <laughs> we didn't think we'd have enough content for this episode, so <laughs> we've got plenty. Yeah. So it pops up randomly sometimes too. You know, it's you're not totally expecting it, but something happens. You've, you know, you've had a good day, a good week, or whatever, and then something pops up, and then you're automatically you just yeah. go from zero to a hundred real quick. So. And then for us, at least. We get angry that we're angry. We're having a good day, which doesn't always happen. Uh-huh. You're coasting through. And I'm like, Kelsey, I'm having a good day. And she's like, oh, I just found out this. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, <laughs> you're I don't. Kidding me. You're, you're, you're kidding. <laughs> like, I cannot handle this. Or you're having a good day and something happens. And you're like, I couldn't just, like, have this win. Like, yeah. you get angry at the fact that you just get hit with all the news all the time. I yeah. don't know how else to say it. But yeah. you're like, I get. I think I said it already, but like that this is our reality. Yeah. That this is how we have to like see the lens we have to see our life through. Mm-hmm. That's that takes me off. Yeah. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but often uh, I respond by. I used to be a really angry child. If my mom's watching this, like I was an angry kid, so I try really hard to not just like go back retract back to like this like just you just need a cup of coffee 
Yeah, if my mom's watching this. I do drink coffee. They try to give me that as a kid. They said it worked. I was a really mean kid. And so I try really hard not to be mean anymore. So yeah. instead of being mean, I just shut down. So I get really sad mm-hmm. instead to kind of defend not getting mean. Yeah. Fighting and words. My tongue is, I can get really mean. Yeah. So I just get sad and I shut down, which isn't productive either. So yeah, yeah that's how I usually respond. <laughs> well, and anger is a secondary emotion, right? So yeah. anger is the result of something else that's happening. Sadness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when stress, I Yeah, when I looked it up, anxiety. It mm-hmm. You know, so it's like what is actually happening? That's why So typically I only go to therapy like every other week, um but after Ethan, um I was angry. I wasn't talking to God. I was depressed, all of these things. And so my therapist is like, you need to come in once a week because we need to figure this out. Because you're angry, there's something else. Obviously, we knew what it was, but like we need to tackle all of those other things. We need to push anger aside. And (laughs) But again, for us, for someone to tell us we're angry just ticks us off more. Also makes me angry. Hey, I think you're feeling a little angry. Yeah. You think? <laughs> now I'm angry at you for pointing it out, you right. know? So right. learning to take that, that aware, like when Dom says it or Kelsey's like, you seem a little irritable this week of like, yeah, you're right. And like, take it as correction lovingly instead of like yeah. a thing to just add to the pile yeah. Yeah. that you're mad at. So yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So managing anger, not like anger management. I don't have to go to like a class, but we are we get mad so learning how to manage that one thing is i just really don't like to feel that emotion so stopping it as fast as i can which sounds easier said than done but instead of coming home letting it simmer Mm -hmm. making it worse saying things that i then have to apologize for and all of that i've been really trying to like come home and address it and talk about it or say what's making me frustrated and like as a fact Mm -hmm. and just kind of acknowledge it and then i might still be angry but at least now dom knows all these people know where i'm coming from and it's not like an attack at them when i'm saying things or doing things or sure things like that so that's been helping also just doing things i like kind of stepping away from certain situations and boundaries things like that just knowing i think self-awareness is a big thing yeah for sure yeah, because then you do get trapped in those situations where you're probably going to say the wrong thing. Um, so when you get pushed so much, and you only exactly. have this, this you guys can't see this <laughs> big of a threshold. Yeah. When when you deal with people at work, and then you deal with people at home, and mm-hmm. then you deal with people at random, and yeah. then you get the bill, and it, there's only so much before you you're yeah. going, you're yeah. responding. Yeah. So maybe learning how to make that gap a little bit bigger (laughs) yeah yeah me it's just stepping aside like I need a minute like if I am like hot and angry I need to like take a step back and chill out for a little Mm -hmm. bit before we can you know talk about what we need to talk about now I'm not saying like we need to like sit there for like three or four hours without Mm -hmm. like saying anything after something's happened but I do need like 20-30 minutes to Mm -hmm. just like chill out before I can go back in and like talk about it because you do need to talk about it because then it simmers you know and then it gets worse when you do simmer we're making it sound like we're always upset at our husbands and we're not always upset at our husbands i mean sometimes we are right like they say things and do things and this is a frustrating experience but um 
Like, this can be with anybody. Like, mom, dad, brother, sister, friend. Like, if you let that simmer, if they said something, they did something that ticked you off, even to the point of, uh, technically, the definition is annoyance, (laughs) displeasure, and hostility. Like, if you're feeling like that, if you don't address it, it's just going to keep going. And I've had those people that I'm like, I'm still mad at them from something they did, like, forever ago just well, because I haven't addressed it. You can't move on then, right? Because no. you're just yeah. holding on to baggage that you should yes. have let go. And sometimes they yeah. don't even know, right? right? So we're just holding on to this and yeah. they just have that, like, has that, what is that called? Foot in the door. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Foot in the door. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> what am I? it has this, like, creeping into your life and all the time. Now you're just, yeah. like, upset at them and you're angry and it's just, why? It's yeah. so much easier to... Maybe you address it and they don't feel the same way, but at least you got it off your chest. Now sure. you don't have to sit with, like, all of those feelings still. You yeah. Know? You have to be able to communicate it. And it's hard because me, introvert with my feelings, and I'm, like, I'm just a natural, like, peacemaker. Like, I hate conflict. I hate, mm-hmm. like, confrontation. <laughs> me too. But sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes, yeah. like, if somebody hurts your feelings and you're angry about it, that's not a, that's not going to be a fun conversation. No. But you have to address it if you want to move on and you want to have a relationship with that person that's healthy. The hard part is, yeah, I was going to say, the hard part is sometimes people aren't as self-aware and or mature. And you have to pick your battles. Yes. You have to pick and choose your battles. You know, like, if they're not going to be, we've had the same conversation three times and they're not receptive to the last three conversations yep. that we've had, or you know that nothing's going to change. If I yeah. say, hey, you You're hurt just my feelings. Get angry that they're not changing. Then it's not, you know, it's yeah. not worth it. So you obviously have to read those situations for what they are because they're yeah. going to be different. But if they're receptive and it's a healthy relationship, yeah, you 100% need to bring that up. Yeah. So. Super fun, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah okay do we have anything else on anger i mean there's a lot to unpack i don't think so not that i can think of at the moment but i mean it can be an intense emotion um but the biggest thing is to not feel guilty about it because it is it's a part of the grieving process right we all learn that in school the five steps of of grief you know so it's it's a normal thing (laughs) but it is what you do with it you know so we wrote them down denial anger bargaining depression acceptance and it made me not angry it made me like i don't even know question because i was like there's no way because i was angry yesterday that it's only step two you know but i feel like it's must be like you know, back and forth. Because I'm definitely in denial at the beginning. I'm not in denial. I had a miscarriage. Sure. I'm not in denial. This is my life. Infertility. But I feel like the anger part is just kind of like bounces between the two because I bargain and then I'm angry that he, God didn't accept my my plea. Yeah. I don't think it's like step one. So, okay, I made it through step three. Okay, I must be on to bargaining. I can't can't wait for depression. (laughs) Exactly. So, I think it's just like a big old bowl of like, here you go. Yeah. figure this out you know and it's it's gonna pop back it's just it's trauma right it's trauma so trauma is gonna come back at some point in whatever form yeah anger depression or whatever so this series is fun (laughs) (laughs) um okay let's talk about some hopefuls because anger can steal some joy you can steal things that you're looking forward to Mm -hmm. because you're kind of just 
that that tunnel vision on what's upsetting you. Sure. So, what are we hopeful for? So we did a resource video a couple of weeks ago, and I think I actually posted a, my picture of my update of it. Oh, yeah. Um, but my pot uh, with the seeded paper for Ethan actually worked. So <laughs> so excited <laughs> because. Camille's did not work and I was like devastated about it angry I was angry well for so many reasons because the neighborhood cat had a had a field day with that so I was angry about that and my sweet Bennett (laughs) I didn't know this until a couple weeks later afterwards but he actually went to the store and bought like seeds to (laughs) yeah he tried to rectify it because i was so mad but um yeah so ethan's works and i think those do best in like potted yeah or you know like the wooden boxes or whatever so it is um it is full full of stuff there's no flowers yet but they look pretty Yeah. yeah yeah so that's what i'm hopeful in yeah so i'm hopeful um because Dom and I were looking at our New Year's resolution, so it is halfway into the year, and we were able to say, oh, we've been doing pretty well in this, and we have not even touched that one, mm-hmm. right? So, um, and some of them are fun, like, go to seven different disc golf um, courses and things like that, so we're re-looking at them and um, re-establishing, like, routine and planning some stuff out so it's just I'm looking forward to like getting back into that because I was really excited at the beginning of the year and then life hit which always happens yeah um do you guys do that every year no no so I really got to meet these ones because it's our first annual (laughs) yeah but like we had I had surgery at the beginning of the year on my foot so that knocked out like a lot of the physical ones and then we had to wait for like warm weather for some of them and then other yeah. ones we just got lax in but we wrote them down for a reason so just hopeful to like work on them together nice yeah that's fun yeah <laughs> cool <laughs> not angry <laughs> we're fun good things. we're good yes yeah, i promise we're not angry all just, the time all the time just every once in a while you know just so. annoyed <laughs> and displeased Se- and severely annoyed a little hostile yeah. one <laughs> yeah but all as well yeah for sure you guys can't say that you haven't been so don't come at us okay yeah, we're all human okay <laughs> <laughs> okay next episode is depression so we're just getting further down into the hole of of fantastic emotions so stay tuned for that and thanks for joining us thanks guys